So we've started to hear from St. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, to his, uh, his community in Thessalonica. And this is probably, uh, this first letter to the Thess- Thess- Thessalonians is probably uh, one of his first letters. He's, he's writing to uh, his, uh, his community there and, you know, fresh Christians. And uh, they're really up against it. They're, they're, they're up against the, the persecution uh, from, from those around them and, and, and also just the, just the pagan uh, environment and the culture. Uh, it's really in their face. And so he, he writes them this letter of encouragement. Uh, it's, a, it's a pastoral letter. He's, um, he's just trying to encourage them in their walk in, in the Lord. And, and today we hear... Uh, a subtle distinction that Paul makes, but a very, very powerful one and a very important one for us too. He says, another reason why we constantly thank God for you is that as soon as you heard the message that we brought to you as God's message, you accepted it for what it really is, God's message and not some human thinking. And it is still a living power among you who believe it. Two key points I wanted to draw out today. The first uh, point that Paul's making here is that the word of God, which at that time would have been the the preaching of the apostles, they they didn't have the Bible like we had it. Uh, Of course, they would have had um, the the Old Testament, but, um, you know, the the proclamation of Jesus was was spoken at that time. Uh, Paul's saying... This word of God has power. It's powerful. It's inherently powerful. It's the first thing that Paul is saying. We, we hear that in the letter of the Hebrews, don't we? That the, the word of God is alive and active. Uh, it, God's word carries his life in it. It has a, a, a capacity to speak to us in the deepest parts of ourselves. We've probably all had that experience where the same scripture has spoken to us differently at different times. Why is that the case? Because it's alive and it's active. That God's presence is in the word. It's, it's inherently powerful. You know, in uh, Isaiah, uh, God, God says, you know, just as the, when the water and the rain falls from the heavens and it touches the earth, just as it touches, just as it kind of brings life to the earth, he says, so the word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty. It will accomplish what I please and it will prosper where I sent it. The word of God is alive and it's active, it's powerful. That's the first thing that that Paul's recognising here. But the second thing, and here's where the, the subtle distinction comes in, he's saying is that, who the word comes from matters. Who the word comes from matters. And, and advertisers know this, don't they? They know that if they get a celebrity to endorse a particular product, then uh, that product is going to sell, right? Apparently, if, um, you know, Tom Cruise endorses a particular deodorant or whatever it may be, then that deodorant must be good because Tom Cruise is endorsing it, right? That's how we operate as humans for some reason. People that we look up to or we revere, we we seem to be more open to what they're suggesting. Not always, but that's generally the case, right? 
So today, Paul is saying, hey, as soon as you heard the word, you accepted it for what it really is, God's message, and not some human thinking, not just wise words. And St. Paul's saying, because you believe that it was God's word to you, the word had power and still has power in your life. Because you recognise that this was from God. This is not from some holy man, some wise man. This is from God. Recognising the word as God's word unlocks the power of it. It's subtle. It's a subtle kind of thing, but it's, it's, it's so powerful. When we're able to come before God's word recognising that this is... This is no ordinary, this is God's word to me, to us. I'm reminded of Jesus, you know, he gives that image of the the parable of the sower, sowing the seed, and he says, some dies, but then some bears fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold. And this has got something to do with it. This is is partly how the the word can bear fruit when we start by recognising where the word is coming from. It's not that we don't believe that it's God's, you know, coming from God. Like, I think if I ask most people, most Christians, most Catholics, we say, yeah, it's, it's God's word. But it, it, I think that often we're just not conscious when we're hearing God's word that this is God's word to me. Like, we're not consciously thinking or, 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 or receiving it as God's word. So... A few ways that you can grow in your appreciation uh, that the word of God is God's word to you. First is simply to give your Bible pride of place in your home. Don't treat it like any other book. Uh, place it somewhere that's, you know, where you, you can kind of honour it uh, a little bit. Maybe on a nice table with some little environment around it or something. Give, give your Bible pride of place. And uh, when you read the Word of God, you might, you know, even hold the book, treat the book differently than you would any other book, yeah, because it, it's God's Word. You know, sometimes I, 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 <laughs> I open the Bible and I just, I just kind of put it on my forehead and I just, you know, ask God that the, somehow his word will come into me. <laughs> um, whatever, w- whatever helps you to, um, to engage with the Bible as not just any word, but the living word of God. You might kiss the word. Uh, uh, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever you find helpful. And the other thing I, I would suggest um, in terms of the, the Bible is that we, we, we read it even when we don't feel like it, right? Other books, sure. If we don't feel like reading that particular book, we won't read it. But, but this is the word of God. This is the word that meets our hunger. This is how God speaks to us, important way that God speaks to us. So, so we, uh, we recognise it. The way that we recognise it as God's word is by, is by committing ourselves to reading it, even when we don't feel like it, because it's God's word. All right, so that's, that's one way. The second way is, is when we're praying with a passage uh, of the scripture, is just to begin by uh, reminding ourselves that, okay, this is God's word. This is not just any kind of wise word. This is from God. 
So just starting by reminding ourselves that it's from God and, and, and just asking God as you begin to pray with the word, uh, speak to me through your word today. You know, you're reminding yourself, this is alive, this is active. God wants to speak to me. And he wants to do it in a particular way through his words. So just asking him. And then once you've reflected on a passage, finish by asking God, how do you want me to respond? How do you want me to respond to your word, which is alive and which is speaking to me today?